welcome to No Pyro No Podcast, an Armada fancast, where we talk all things Jacksonville Armada. On this week's episode, we have Armada President Nathan Walter, and this is on the back of uh, an announcement of a fan fest that's coming up on November 2nd. So we'll jump straight into that interview with Nathan right now. All right, joining us now is Armada President Nathan Walter. Nathan, how are you today? Very well, very well. Very well. How, how are we all? We're, we're doing great. So uh, we got a few questions for you, um, kind of on the back of uh, some news that was released today. So we'll see what you can say, and we'll kind of go from there. So Derek, you want to lead off? Yeah, so Nathan, it's 904 day, so happy 904 day to you. Um, and you. based on some uh, social media announcements today, it looks like the team is ex- expecting some big news on November 2nd, which is only 59 days away. Um, what can you share with us on this upcoming announcement? <laughs> I love how precise you are. Well, uh, not that counting. That was just a wild, <laughs> a, a wild guess. Because we, because we haven't been waiting long enough, right? No, not at all. Yeah, it, look, nine oh four day it kind of ties into everything that we are, who you guys are, who the fans are. Um, we thought it was the appropriate day to release an announcement like this. It also gives us, you know, a period of time to get this fan fest right and. Uh, Exclusive for you right now. We're over 200 tickets, which is uh, which is incredible. And um, you know, we're obviously aware of another 50 or so that have been personally invited. So it's really moving in a great direction. And you know, it's going to be a really, really fun day to be a part of. An exciting time for you guys, for us. Um, I think we've all learned patience over the past five, five to six years, and. Um, you know, look, th- things are getting serious and we're excited about it. Yep. If you've um, listened to the last episode, Nathan, you'll know that I'm feeling a little picked on and paranoid recently. So <laughs> I, have. I have. I have. So uh, I have to ask, eh? <laughs> why do you always arrange these events for days when I have something planned? Is it a con- <laughs> conspiracy of some sort? <laughs> yeah, Nathan, Nathan, got, Nathan got with me and uh, said, hey, do you know what, when, what Ian has <laughs> planned? And I said, yeah, let me see what I can find out. And I did a little digging. I provided him with certain dates. So it all worked yeah. out. Rumor has it Toby's going to be uh, announcing his, uh, he's going to play for England uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that date too. Yeah. Now I feel even worse. I believe we do have the Union calendar, you know, that we look at. <laughs> no, you know what? There were so many things. We actually wanted it to be earlier, <laughs> you know, and um, we ran into the Jags being in England for two weeks, right? We ran into Florida, Georgia at the end of October. Um, so it was, it was, you know, November was kind of, it, when it's all said and done, was actually kind of the perfect period for us, um, just because it allows us to really make this quite an incredible event, which is what we want it to be. Right. And then to, you know, just the timing, honestly, that's what it also came down to was unfortunately October, just the more dates we looked at in October, the less it kind of looked at, you know? So, uh, Nathan, for, for those who haven't read the the public um, announcement, uh, what do you have going on? Where's it at? Yeah, it's going to be, a, a you know, a day full of events. Um, there's going to be an official press conference uh, yet to be decided um, where that is going to take place but it will take place uh, around 5 p.m. Um, the idea is that we're going to sh- live stream that press conference into the Fan Fest because, unfortunately, the two locations that we believe um, it's going to be, it's just not enough room to get everybody in the room. 
and um, and it's more of a formality, right, to do those types of press conferences um, around guests and and media and so on and so on. So we came up with this really really cool plan at Intuition Ale. They have an incredible beer hall. If if any of you have been there, you you would know about it, but. There's the opportunity for us to shut down the street. In fact, the street is already shut down. We're going to do a really cool kind of soccer inflatable uh, street party with vendors and so on and so on out there. Um, And then we're going to have this really cool inside uh, stage in the beer hall, um, which is going to have live music and bands. And and, and obviously, uh, you're going to have quite an exceptional Q&A opportunity um, with Robert himself with a special guest and myself, you know, and it should be a real connection to the fans. We are going to run a, um, a competition, a social media competition leading up to the event as well. The first one came out today, which is take a selfie with the billboards. Robert has spent incredible amount of dollars on billboards over the next, you know, six to eight weeks to, uh, for this event. And, um, fans get the opportunity to take a, a selfie with one of the billboards um, and then enter in to win a jersey. So Robert is going to personally present those winners at this event with a custom jersey. Um, so, you know, it's it's really about collaborative um, experience between all the fans, past, present, you know, and, and future fans. And with the announcement today and just some of the analytics we're seeing across social media and, you know, text messages, it's amazing how many people... <laughs> come out of uh, out of the closet type stuff if, if, if that's the appropriate word to use to say hey you still remember me this is exciting news can't wait to be a part of it so you know we're we're, we're excited about all those pieces of the puzzle coming together and, and really having a an exceptional day of celebration so i, I take it since it's that intuition then uh i i don't need to bring my shovel that day who knows what this announcement's about eh <laughs> I don't know. I, I, in the clip that you guys shared, I, I did notice there was a uh, location that was voted on by the city council. Slyly put in there, I think about the four second mark. So it was, I'm sure it's going to be great news, whatever you guys announce. But it's a tease video for something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so that's, that's the idea of it. And um, look, who knows what it will be on the day? Well, we'll, we'll know way before that or, you know, but... But it's, next, it's just going to be a really, really fun period of time for the people that have been loyal and committed to the club. You know, we we have we have sailed the rough seas for a long period of time here, and um, you know now we've got the opportunity to do something really, really special in our community with what I always call is the community asset, right? And um, and we've we've not been able to really put our stake in the ground as such and, and call ourselves a true community asset because we haven't had the viable pieces available to us to have that long-term sustainability. And, you know, we, we're, we're working hard towards that. So. So speaking of community, you guys actually did a few um, things with the East side recently. I think Dan, um, you were out there at a few of those, right? Yeah. Yeah. The three, um, Three clinics uh, hosted by the Armada. Nathan can speak on those a little bit more and who was behind that. Yeah, it was incredible. It was incredible. You know, when it's all said and done, the game at its purest is the most simplest, right? And the fact that you can get out there and 
you have five-year-olds, you have seven-year-olds, you have even 13, 14-year-olds who are just there to kick a ball around and have smiles on their faces and enjoy what they're doing. Um, for me, it was really humbling. And to do it in a neighborhood that we are going to call neighbors and we are going to be a pivotal piece of that that neighborhood, it was really special in all honesty. And uh, to see everybody come out to see faces come out and help and be a part of it and the enjoyment on on the on the children's faces at the end of the day was um was really special so lift jacks uh the east side cdc which i'd like to talk a little bit about that on on the announcement event as well because it's kind of a cool um giving back type thing to the cdc and then uh, the city of jacksonville who, who who are really supportive helping us get um the police athletics league to um to get uh, Fossey Bunton Park uh, availability for us to go out and utilise it. Um, yeah, it was it was a real collaborative effort um, from a lot of really good people. Yeah, one thing one thing that I took away from that uh, was it's going to Nathan. We've talked about this in the past about you know it being about community and you know interacting with people in the neighbourhood and things like that. And just to be there and just to hang out. You know, we had we went and had breakfast uh, after one of the events, and just to do that and just hang out in the neighbourhood was a great thing. For sure. Yeah, that was that was a cool moment actually. It was uh, strange timing that the sheriff, uh, <laughs> EK Waters, was also doing his monthly um, community walk uh, down the uh, stretch on the east side there on A Philip Randolph. So um, so it was fun to hang out with some officers. My daughter uh, asked probably one of the best questions I've heard in a long time when she turned to the officer and said, "Is it true you officers eat donuts?" <laughs> it, it, it was such a pure question and uh the officer was was brilliant and entertained the children that were there and um and entertained us as well and uh it was um it was a really joyous moment as well so that morning was was, was pretty special the fact that we got to support a local business as well on on a philip randolph who we you know, we know once this once this project stadium project is completed, are going to are going to benefit. You know, off off the, you know, a, a soccer specific stadium being uh, down the road. So you know, when you start to go through those communities on Aford at Randolph and and the small businesses, there's some really really special people there, and um, and they're excited about this project and they're excited about the Armada coming to their neighbourhood, and. Um, and that's all you can ask for, right? Is is to just ha- you know be a supportive community asset, and um, so yeah, so it was a really really cool period, and that day specifically was was very cool to hang out with some of the staff and uh, the volunteers like Dan, and um, you know, and just have a really cool moment. So, so I guess it's kind of you know because I know you're not going to spill the beans to us here. So I'm just trying to think of how to place my question to see if I can pry anything out of you at all. I know I'm thinking I'm thinking way too <laughs> thinking way too hard here because I've got we've got questions, but I know some of these you're just gonna you're just gonna say no comment. We'll, ask them. we'll, we'll, we'll play for it, right? Okay, because I can edit I can edit this if we have to, so uh, that's not a big deal. I've gotten very good at editing lately since you first appeared on the podcast. What sort of timeline are we looking for for things to happen after this announcement? I mean, is this an announcement purely for the sake of an announcement, or is it there? I know you can't, like I said, you may not be able to discuss specifics, but how quickly are we going to make our next step? I guess after this, yeah, look, th- th- things are moving, right? So uh, it's public notice that the stadium is in PUD 
uh, status right now and uh, and there's going to be some zoning signs that are going up around that property very shortly here maybe this week coming maybe next week mm-hmm. so you know this the stadium piece is is real and things are happening and the design team the stadium team that's helping us develop the project are, uh, are hard at work every single day and you know it's a it's a real again i keep using this word collaborative but a real collaborative kind of project that's happening and you know so things are moving right we, we still have a, an agreement with the city where certain timelines have to be hit and you know we're on track to um to make sure that we fulfill on some of those things so everything's everything's in a really really good place and you know things are gonna things are gonna move quickly and um and that's that's a good thing as well one of uh, my questions nathan is uh, as part of all the developments and such like one thing those of us who have been following the team for a while miss is somewhere to hang out when there isn't a game on is there any plans on reopening the store somewhere or possibly having a relationship with a a bar where we can have an um, armada fan club or something like that on the first part probably not at this stage um as, as we're building something, right? Uh, yeah. On the second part, though, having a partner with with the brewery or, you know, a bar, yes, definitely. And those those conversations are um, are all uh, all happening right now. So, excellent. So you know, there's there's yeah, there's things moving, right? Like, yeah. you know, there's there's we we know we know that culturally, uh, for the most part, and we've seen it a little bit in the past where we we've had a bar to go to after the game or do something right. Um, and get to hang out as, as fans and players and staff. We know how culturally that is in, in, important. And, you know, as we start to spread out here into the community, I think it's fair to say we've been pretty quiet on the commercial partnership side um, over the past three, four years. And and there's been a strategic um, reason for that, right? You don't want to devalue what the brand is when we were in the situation we were in. So mm-hmm. now... now um, now things are starting to move on different um, aspects of, of the club. Um, things now can start, you know, moving to different directions and venturing down uh, right. different pathways on, on different partnerships and stuff. So, so yeah, so those those things are happening, and they're all they're all going to be good things for for not only us as a club, but for Section Nine Hundred Four as well, and and to to keep building on culturally developing soccer fandomship in in Jacksonville. Okay, so I know we touched on a little bit about the community um, and you know sort of the impact that has on that. You know, the one thing that sort of has been holding us back as, as a club has been not having our our own place to play. What sort of stability does does that provide in the long run? Do you think? What are the, the, the we all know there's some obvious advantages to having our own facility to play in. What other additions do you think uh, that will or benefits that will provide? Um, you know, obviously it's you know putting down our roots and things like that. Uh, do you think there'll be usages or, you know, there'll be more beyond Armada proposed facility? Yeah, I mean, look, you know, the Armada, when it's all done, is 25 to 30 games, you know, at some point potentially over the year. So there's 320 odd days, right, that need to that need to be in the stadium as such. So, so having other events in there, other sports, 
it's all uh, it's all part of the conversations and part of the plan for it to um, you know be used in different ways and and have different events and and uh, and everything like that. So good stuff. So we kind of assume that. I mean, some of this announcement may be about uh, our our league future. We don't know where that where that's going to you know fall yet. But uh, is there any ballpark idea of when we may be back in a full professional side? Uh, I think it's too early to probably say that right now. Okay. You know, but the conversations are happening and things are moving in good direction. So. Good stuff. Good stuff. So Nathan, in terms of um, before the stadium is built. What are the team's plans over the next couple of years? Will it still be an NPSL fully amateur side? Yeah, we, I mean, we have no plans right now for it not to be part of the NPSL. The NPSL has been a staple part of the club, not only keeping the brand alive during a period um, where we haven't kind of had anything notable or annually notable, I would say, but it's also been an amazing um, fixture for youth development and player development. Um, and what we envision, right? And and not only that, it's been good for coach development as well. You know, Tommy and his staff getting the opportunity to be in different scenarios and play different games and um, different environments and stuff like that. It's also been good for for, for that growth as well, right? So um, we know how important the U23 program has been to the club. And um, I think I've said this before, that there is no intentions not to have that, right? And and yeah, so. Yeah, speaking of that development of staff, we have a uh, some assistant coaches that have just an outstanding record. We have to bring that up all the time. Uh, Matty Isles, undefeated, Isles. never lost. Jack Burns, undefeated. Which we do got to bring up something about Matty Isles. I, I learned this past, um, the other day while going to a Flagler game. Um, I guess he was down at Palm Beach Atlantic previously. And he put a couple of their players in touch with Southern States. We we got to talk to him that he can't do that no more. Like as as much as I want to see people develop and grow and everything, quality players need to just come to the Armada or nowhere else. I'm I'm greedy. Well, Derek, as as you know, Tommy likes to have a roster of thirty, but we can't have a roster of a hundred players. And, uh, <laughs> and Matt Matt uh, obviously worked with PBA, so he's got an opportunity. He's got a, a responsibility, I should say, to um, you know to push the players to, for their development. But now no, that I get he's, it. now that he's full time in Jacksonville, yeah, those things need to be locked up. I, I agree with that one. Nice, but back to NPSL. So the this past year, uh, Tulsa Athletic was the champions for the NPSL, and they actually announced recently that they were planning on having an all local team compete in the UPSL uh, outside of the summer season. Is that something the Armada are considering so that there can be more local soccer for supporters and fans? We already have it. And, um, you know, we, it's not it's not branded Armada. And when I say we already have it, our community already has it. You know, from a player development standpoint, JFC have a, a U20 UPSL team. Uh, in fact, they played today um, down in Orlando. And um, if I'm not mistaken, they had two games today. They had two games today, that's correct. <laughs> Yeah, that's correct. So it shows how big of a roster Tommy has, obviously. So, you know, look, it's already in the marketplace from a player development standpoint. There is this nice kind of pathway that's coming through where you kind of have this travel soccer up until under 19. Um, JFC are leading the way on the under 20 side with the UPSL program. We have a couple of other programs uh, at the UPSL level 
uh, in Jacksonville. Um, and then you got the MPSL. And um, so we've, we've definitely got opportunity across the whole city uh, for players that want to take the elite level pathway to, um, to hone in on their skills and, and have opportunity. And um, so, yeah, so, so I don't think the Armada need to play in that, that level, right? But who knows, who knows what happens down the line as um, as things become more clearer. We're just being greedy. We want more more matches to go to. So right. Sorry, we we're that. selfish. Yeah, we're selfish. What can you say? So, But um, speaking of home matches, last year we had three different home venues. Is there a plan in place for the Armada so that they can have a constant home ground uh, before the stadium's built? Yeah, full transparency there, there isn't right now. And it's something that's going to come into focus here shortly. You know, it, it did not help jumping around. And... Um, you know, it's unfortunate. These are the things that you know. We were lucky the the last few years with um, with uh, a pistol, cool. and then unfortunately it just didn't work out. And then you know we were hoping potentially UNF was going to be that staple uh, for the summer last year, and um, and other events got in the way. And then you know it just it's just a, it's a tough summer because people are trying to rest. You know the top fields specifically and. and you know, we want to give an experience to the fans and, and the way that we play the game as well. There is a certain identity uh, that the coaching staff are asked to play, right? And certain fields help and certain fields can really hinder us. So mm-hmm. it's really difficult to find that perfect field that you kind of have, you know, somewhat control and leverage over. So... Yeah, it's difficult. It's not. It's not an easy thing, and we're going to try and see if we can really tie in a partnership here um, for next year specifically. All right, good Appreciate stuff. The transparency. So I'm going to circle back to something we discussed at the front. We talked about uh, with today's announcement, people coming out of the woodwork. Um, one thing I wanted to just to touch on was, you know, we over the, you know, we've all seen it over the last few years. We've had a lot of critics that have uh, come along, complained about inaction or, or lack of communication, or oh, you know, the Armada is just not what it used to be. Um, what do you What do you have to say to those critics? I, you know, I don't really call them critics. I mean, we were all dealt a really difficult hand, right? And, um, and it's hard, you know, people to have faith just in society in general. You know, it's, it's, it's tough when you're such a staple in the market for a period of time. And, you know, the way the new ownership came in and the impact that was made on the community over a 90-day period to then be told, you know, hey, <laughs> you're not no longer a professional team in this professional league. It hurts. And... You know, you go from gas in the in the engine and you're revving away to, you know, losing complete gas and uh, and not really understanding what the future looks like from a from a stability standpoint in regards to leagues, stadium, you know, all the controllables that you want for right. long term stability. And um, you know, and I, I say this so many times, but <laughs> consistent thing with US soccer has been change. And, right. you know, you're trying to map out what is the smart way to, to do this again. You know, what is the right way? Uh, what gives you the stability? What what gives you the opportunity? No one gets in this business, and I assure you, no one's getting into this business to make tons and tons of money. But what you do want it to be is sustainable and have stability, right? right. And, uh, you know, as things grow, it becomes a potential asset 
So once once you start to understand where things are and where potentially you know it's going to fall, then then you can start to you know focus on stability and, and so on and so on. So so I think we've covered everything we kind of have in our set questions. Uh, one of our regular listeners had asked that we bring this question up. Somewhere in the development of, of the stadium, would there be something of a commemorative brick involved um, for people? Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I think we, we all know who this person is without me saying, but I thought, I, I thought I'd go ahead and air this out now. <laughs> I remember those days, and uh, I still remember it hanging out there. So, look, the, uh, the design team, the ownership, everybody's aware of something that needs to be done. What that is... Uh, in due time, everybody will know. But um, but yeah, there's definitely a conversation about it, and you know, we we want to make this the fans the fans project as well. You know, so there'll be some collaboration, there'll be some some conversations going on um, to make sure that you know we, we make it feel like this is everybody's got their kind of feeling and say to it. You know, mm-hmm. and but I wouldn't write I wouldn't write anything off. But it's definitely it's definitely something that we have had. Could- if it gets to a point, we're going to pay for a brick ourselves and uh, <laughs> just just take care of it on our own just to, to, to tamp that down. So Yeah, yeah just like, hire an engraver. We'll bring our own bricks. bricks how about yeah. that? There you go. There you go. We'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. But, you know, I think it's I think it's unfair to say, hey, you promised us a bit a brick 10 years ago, part of this package <laughs> uh, with a with an old with an old ownership group. And um and then turn around and say, "Hey, this, this, uh, are you still owe me a brick?" Yeah. So we, we're aware, we're aware of it back in the past, and um, we're aware that something will need to be done, or, or should be done. And uh, yeah, we're going to get creative on how that comes around. Question of, about ownership is: RP still the single sole owner of the team, or is there anything? I'm Derek. To do with dive straight ownership? in there. Eh? Robert is the sole owner. We're very fortunate, even in the period of time that we have had that we've had someone who keeps putting the, the, the money into the asset right and and you know and and that's got to be something that we're proud of and that we're thankful of as well um right least, we could have ended up just that. like the san diego loyal closing the doors for good so i get it we have, we are very appreciative of uh him keeping the club alive yeah that that is uh for sure how does it feel does do you are, how do, when you knew that you were going to make this announcement this morning, did it feel like you're turning a corner finally? That you can finally, can you finally, you know, be, be, I know you've always been enthusiastic, but be a little bit more enthusiastic, I guess you could say. Yeah. I think it's times like this that you, you got to get a little excited. Right. And, um, you know, these are, these are things that we've been working on for a while and it's, it's nice to be able to share in, in a moment like today with you guys, you know, at the end right. of the day, you know, Robert is an owner, but he's also a steward of the club. And, you know, good clubs around the world know that the fans are, are everything to that club. And that's no different here at the Armada. So so um, to put something out today to say that, hey, look, we're going to do this really, really cool event. And we're going to have a great time. And there's going to be a major announcement. Yeah, it's it's a nice feeling. It's a really nice feeling. Because it, there's been plenty of feelings across the past five years that, you know, were a little dark and uh, kind of out of our control. And um, you've, you've seen personally, 
I've seen people on this journey lose jobs, lose a living, lose their life, you know, and uh, because football, you know, soccer, sports, it, it is life to many people, to religion, right? And um, when or think- a cult, somebody used that phrase with me oh, okay. uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's a Saturday service. <laughs> Saturday service, yeah, we'll get into that. So it's, it's service cult. you know, we, it's, it's a nice place to be, but we also don't take it for granted. And we stay humble because we still have our club and, um, and we have now this opportunity to do something really, really cool. And, and starting November 2nd, you know, we're going to have a really cool day to just hang out, be fans, and, and have some fun and, and look forward to the future. I'm excited. Just uh, going back to the fan thing again for a moment, um, I was just wondering when, because of inaction for a while, uh, we haven't had any merchandise on sale recently we're just wondering when some of the new shirts or something will be coming out because uh some of the fans not me of course but some of the fans have put a little weight on over the years and uh, <laughs> stuff doesn't fit anymore way to single me out ian jesus <laughs> but, wow some of wow ian i would like to emphasize that i'm not Jeez. asking for myself of course no, I take back everything I said about you in the last episode. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I, I can say, Ian, for myself, <laughs> that is certainly the situation. Uh, <laughs> from the 2017 announcement, yeah. I look at those pictures and I'm like, oh my goodness, wow. Yes. However, yeah, I, I had trying, hair in those. Uh, I had hair. I'm trying to change. <laughs> but to your, to, you know, to your question, uh, yes, there is going to be some some new merchandise, some limited edition merchandise, um, exclusive at the fan fest, um, oh, good. and that, that will kind of kick off, you know, the the rest of the stuff that comes down the pipeline. But yep, there will there will be some new uh, some new stuff. And maybe okay. some, we'll save you some of that exclusive stuff since you won't be there. Yeah, we'll yeah. See. I, well, um, yeah, I might actually make it. You know, oh yeah, I'll, now, now I'll, his calendar's I'll, clear. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be needing I'll be needing some of that slim merchandise. So. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh boy, you know all I can all I can add is you know we've waited a long time for this, and you know there are some people that would say, oh well, what's yeah we've we've heard something's coming, just wait, just wait. So we're excited to to this is it. You know, that we're, that we're like you, like yep. I said before, we're turning a corner. So um, I'm almost at a loss for words. Um, it'll be an amazing thing to see for those of us who have uh, made the journey over these 10 years. It's hard to believe. Anybody got anything else? You making Southern States away next year, Nathan? Uh, I think me and uh, <laughs> me and Dan. We'll be watching from a bar in Jackson. You know, I, I I was at the same. I went to both those same games, so it's yeah. yeah. I'll be in. I'll be in Hattiesburg. Am yeah. I the I'll only one in this? So am I no, the only one in this group that's seen us win there? Yeah, yeah. I think so yeah. Yeah, it's only dream. happened once. You and Brian. Yeah, there's a there's eleven people that made yeah. that trip, and apparently you need ice cream thrown on you. I don't know. <laughs> That's the rumor. This is true. <laughs> but not me once again. Just, just right. let me know if I need to bring my generator for the team to uh, do a 
do a thing. I'll, I'll keep it on standby if you guys need yeah. anything to help with the broadcast. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the issues that we dealt with there were just silly for for a, a facility of that quality. I'm going to use. No, uh, we can bleep this out, but it's uh, shit houseery at its finest, for sure. Well, why, why are you going to bleep it out? We're not. That's true. By <laughs> well, I'll just pretend that I'm going to bleep it out, but I'm not. But yeah, <laughs> so. But seriously, Nathan, thank you so much for your time today. Happy 904 yeah. Day. So, thank, thank you. Appreciate everything that you've done, man. Uh, thank you all. And uh, this podcast, I've been listening to it every week, and uh, it's great. It really is. You guys have done a great job, and we appreciate it. And, you know, it's I just blame a, Dan. Another piece of the puzzle, right? And uh, right. how we keep building the culture and what you guys have done. It's It's, it's been really fun to listen to, and I'm. I'm glad that you guys have uh, taken this on and done it. So I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. It's uh, been a, a, a labor of love. Th- thank of you love. for bringing us along your guys' journey. So That's true. Thank you. All right, Nathan, you have a uh, great rest of your day. Thank you. And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Go on,